0: You've selected a show from the Podcast Jukebox, a DIY podcast network. Crippled Content Creations and Podcast Jukebox present Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability, with your host, Andrew Gerza.
1: Disability After Dark, with Andrew Gerza, shining a bright light on sex and disability.
0: This episode of Disability After Dark has been brought to you by Come As You Are. Come As You Are is Canada's only worker-owned co-op sex shop. Trans-owned and operated, Come As You Are carefully reviews and curates their selection of sex toys, books, and DVDs. Now you can get 15% off your next purchase at comeasyouare.com using coupon code AFTERDARK. Content warning. The language, content, and discussion found within this episode of Disability After Dark will be explicit. Listener discretion advised. Hey there, Disability After Dark listeners. Thank you so much for clicking on this brand new episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. I am Andrew Gerza, your host, your crippled content creator, and your disabled Dick Smith at your service. Get comfy, cozy, and crippled, and let's get the show started. I just finished recording this episode, and I gotta say, this is one of my favorites. I was contacted by somebody a few months ago named Mike Matlock, who is a disabled gamer and does a lot of disabled gaming in the in the gaming world and, and meets with developers to talk about gaming. But he also said, I, I started listening to your show, and I kind of fell in love with what you do, and I would love to collaborate on something. And I remember getting his email, and I just was so... Excited because he was like You have gone through some of, the, some of the Similar things that I've gone through And I can see myself in you And I hear myself in your stories And thank you So he's like I want to collaborate So my first thought was Let's get you on the show Let's get you on my podcast And so when I asked him to come on And he filled out the form About what he wants to talk about He said oh I'm polyamorous I'm also gay uh, And I'm also, I also have SMA, spinal muscular atrophy, and I was like, that's, those are a lot of things, let's have a discussion about all those things, and we just had the most fun chat just now, talking about how to, how he could learn sexual positions as a gay disabled man, his feelings about being a burden, his feelings about um, trying to have sex a certain way, bottoming, topping, we flirted for a whole bunch of time. I just had a really good time chatting with him, and he you'll hear his voice is, like, smooth and sultry and fun. And one of the things I love t- talking to Mike about was just sharing an experiences we've had together and kind of reconnecting that way. And all of you who guessed, who share your experiences, and we can have a laugh like that, it means so much to me as a host. So thank you so much, and I cannot wait for you to hear this interview with Mike Matlock, the Cripple Critic, right now on Disability After Dark. Mike Matlock, hello.
1: Hey, how you doing?
0: I'm so good. Thank you so much for for being on Disability After Dark this, this Saturday afternoon that we're recording. Thank you.
1: Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh, it's
0: so nice. You sent me the sweetest email like two months ago. We're like, I love your show. It's awesome. Thank you. And I was like, well... And then you were like, Can we collab? And I was like, Yeah, the best way we know I know how to do that is to bring you on the show. So <laughs> here
1: Yeah, we are. I I listened to a, a bunch of your, your episodes and I just related so much to a lot of topics.
0: It, that was it was so nice to, to know that and to like hear that it resonated with you. So I appreciate that. But we're not here to gather how great I am. We're here to gather <laughs> how great you are today. That's why you're here. So um why don't you introduce yourself and what you do?
1: So, I'm Mike Matlock. I'm an accessibility consultant. I mostly deal with accessibility in video games and just working with developers to get more accessibility options and to maybe make games with disabled gamers in mind. I also write for an independent website called Dagger System, and they write, we write reviews for video games uh, with disabled gamers in mind. I also have a YouTube channel where I go by the name Cripple Critic and I, love I do it
0: so video. much <laughs>
1: yeah I, I I have a a dark sense of humor um, and I do videos on games and reviews and let's plays, so yeah, that's me. I also do oh I should say I guess i I also do public speaking and I go to different colleges and conventions and sometimes teach about accessibility, but also just disabled representation in games.
0: Do you ever talk about how you like to suck dick? Uh,
1: not well. One, okay, so recently, I did, uh, go to Frolicon. I guess you saw that picture.
0: I did. I did.
1: Uh, and that was, uh, an idea of my partner. We decided to go, uh, and I, and I just, I guess, worked for my ticket. I did want to, uh, do a panel about disability and LGBT representation in games, because that's where I'm comfortable talking. But I also talked a little bit about sex and disability in general, because yeah. I thought it was important, because if I am going to talk about my orientation and how it pertains to the game characters that I like, I kind of want to say, like, hey, we have sex, and we have, you know, sexual feelings, because so many people don't realize that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's why the show's out there because people don't realize we like to fuck. Um,
1: Which is bizarre to me, but it's true.
0: It's so bizarre because we're good. We're great lovers, people. If you just get over yourselves, <laughs> we can suck dicks like champs, or not, or whatever it works for us. It's fine. Uh, but yep. I wanna, I want to. I wasn't gonna go start right away with the gaming stuff, but I want to go right into there. So you produce kind of games with the disabled users in mind. What's that like?
1: Uh, Well, I mostly just consult. I've never actually worked on a game myself, but, you know, I've, okay, I guess recently I went to Poland uh, through the same like, idea of me speaking at panels and doing presentations and there I really got to talk with developers like directly and like them my information like a like a real businessman was crazy. Um, and you know, I've been actually talking with a lot of them and, and giving them feedback on how they can make their games more accessible. Uh but I've I've done it with a few developers. Um but yeah.
0: That's cool. That's really let's and do you think that and I, I love the idea of your panel for Frolicon of wanting to talk about like queer disabled LGBTQ representation in games, is that something you see a lot in the stuff you do? Or, oh, obviously not, because you want to do a whole panel about it, but is, is it like...
1: Well, I had to kind of... I did disabled characters. I had, like, different sections. One on disabled characters, uh, one on LGBT, and then a few of both. Uh, it's very rare to see both, but they exist. Uh, and it, But there, it kind of goes into the sort of intersectionality... Uh, of where, you know wanting to tackle like having a character that is more than one thing, but you know we all are more than one thing. And that's sort of what I was trying to push. Uh, but you know, there's a lot more LGBT characters lately in the last ten years than did used to be. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, but with the sort of rise of Western RPGs, I don't want to get too nerdy. If you don't play games, oh no, man,
0: no, I don't play games. But that's only because I don't have the dexterity for it. The more I, the more I jerk off dudes. Maybe I'll get better at it. But, but <laughs> I just don't have yeah. the dexterity dirty boards. But, but I'm sure I know for a fact there are nerds that they're listening. So nerd away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wanted we'll to talk about that sometime because there may be ways you could play if you don't know. Because uh, there's plenty of people with CP. Uh, you just need the right kind of adapter. I'm the right
0: just a shit... Driver. I'm just really... I was n- I've never been good at gaming since I was a kid. <laughs> but, I know how to yeah. use a joystick, and...
1: Uh, I bet
0: you do. I really do, <laughs> yep. Gonna make that lame-ass joke, gonna do it. Yep, no problem. <laughs> um. So, one of the things you also talked about in your questionnaire when I sent it to you, where you were like, I want to... A lot of the topics that I talk about resonate with you, and so I'm curious just w- which ones of the things... Which one of the topics that you were listening to when you listened, which ones were like, yeah, I really, wow, there's me.
1: Um, so I j- just listened to an episode, I think it was episode 13, where you had a devotee on your your podcast, uh, a woman. Wow,
0: you went way back, I remember that one, yeah, 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 that was like years ago now.
1: I'm trying to like start from the beginning. Wow, uh, the
0: origin story of this show, alright, alright.
1: Yeah. And... It blew me away the episode Because I've never dated a devotee before uh, I've definitely talked to a few uh, But uh, I think just what She described her relationship with You know her husband And being a, a caregiver Like kind of mixing those lines Like blurring the lines of caregiver and, and like you know Partner is like Exactly what I deal with all the time Yeah <laughs> I'm sure you do too
0: well, I mean, I as my all my listeners know, I'm I'm single and available for anybody whenever they want. Um okay. but also right. I work predominantly with sex burgers, so but even, but uh, yeah, the, the aspect of care in that in those relationships too are the same. They have to I have to trust them to dress me and undress me and move me and make sure I'm safe and all those things. So yeah, there is definitely an element of care. Uh but I want to hear more about your experiences with all that. So do you mind sharing?
1: Sure. Um I would say that I'm like very sexual person. Uh, it took me a long time to figure that out. Uh, I think growing up, you know, I would sort of allude to like, "Hey, what what would the sex life be like for me?" You know, when I want to be alone with someone, or when I actually find someone that I like, and and it was really hard to find information. Oh um, yeah,
0: you like the information. The information for us is so, so limited, and I think it's so stuck on how do you have sex. There's no, there's no discussion on like what you want. There's no discussion on desire. There's no discussion on like,
1: yeah, anything outside well, of
0: penis and vagina, <laughs> like spinal cord well, injury whole, sex.
1: There's a whole other issue about how sex ed is terrible in this country. You know, it's a whole thing about. You know, being completely hetero, too, as well. The kind of education that you find in school. But even just people and friends, you know, they just kind of give me that, like, you'll figure it out.
0: And you're like, like, yeah, but I'd like to read a book about it first.
1: Uh, But, you know, I came out when I was uh, 21, and that was really amazing and and freeing. Uh, And I still sort of took a while to get to dating. I, I was really scared. Uh, and mostly just because I think, for me personally, I uh, just the idea of having to like, trust someone you know, to pick me up and uh, uh, be alone for a while, it was a lot. Although, I don't know, the more I get on the internet and the more I talk with other disabled people, it really it depends, because some people are totally fine with, with that, but it took me a while. No,
0: and I don't blame you, because you also have... I don't think we mentioned your level of disability. You have um, SMA, right? Yes,
1: yeah, so I was born with SMA. It's an autosomal uh, disorder that affects the motor neurons in my spine and, like, weakens my muscles over time. I have type 2. Uh, and I can I can move my, my fingers pretty good, my hands a little bit. Uh, I, I can't really move my legs and arms. I can feel everything, but... <laughs> everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah um so what was was that like kind of growing up and and knowing that you would eventually like I can't imagine growing up and knowing you had this but also knowing that that trying to be trying to grow up and be like a quote unquote regular dude while also being queer while also trying to like realizing you're gonna lose function eventually like did that, was that a mind fuck for you growing up?
1: Um, you know, I didn't really think, and I, it's an issue I, I started to kind of deal with more in the last 10 years, because I had a, a hard time really thinking myself as weak. Uh, and it's, it's kind of funny, because I, I can't move my arms, you know, but it's like, I, it's really the, the rest of the world that kind of like reminds you. Like, oh, right, like, I need help doing all these things. And to me, it was just, I live my life and I need certain things. Um, but uh, I think, honestly, the gay thing was harder to deal with. And I know it's weird to say, but, like, with my disability, at least because it's so, like, obvious, I'm in a wheelchair and I can't move. I could really see the, like... I
0: love how you just were like, it's super obvious, I'm in a well, chair. <laughs>
1: some people have, like, other kinds of disabilities that you can't really see. That's true, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I know. But I just like how, like, like <laughs> deadpan, you were like, it's
1: really obvious. I'm <laughs> definitely disabled. I mean, I do that when I, when I, if I meet someone and I, like, text them and they're like, who is this? like, Mike in the wheelchair. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not, it's easy, not easy to miss, um, but, uh, no, but I, I, for me, being disabled, people can see it immediately, and I can really tell how it's going to affect our relationship based on that yeah. very quickly, at least yeah. I personally can, I can tell, uh, and I appreciate that, That's it's like, okay, I know how this is going to go, but with the gay thing, it was always something you just never know, you know, because you can't really see it. Despite what some people may think, about a voice or walk or wait, like what I can't walk. I mean, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: I mean, you and you don't have you don't have like, you don't have a voice that would require you to code switch. So like when I first heard your voice because I creeped your videos and like ah, I had to listen to it. Yeah. I was in- interviewing. So when I creeped you, I was like, oh he'd, yeah, he like he doesn't have a voice that would require him to code switch. Like, you sound, for lack of a better term, which, and I know this sounds horrible even to say now, you sound, like, mask for mask and bro for bro, but, but like... Wow, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, no, you, and so so the the gay thing was harder for you because you had to, like, that's something you couldn't immediately identify as?
1: Yeah, it's funny, um, I'll get back to this in a second, but... I recently, I, I played a game, and I recorded me playing this very, like, explicit, gay, like, beat-em-up sex game. It's called Strange Flesh. Oh. Um, I've got clips on on YouTube of it. Where do uh, I get
0: a free copy of this game?
1: <laughs> you can get a free copy. I'll send you a link. Um, really great game. In fact, I actually, like, spoke to the developers, and I got them to make some changes. Anyway, the point is, I I done a, a few videos of me playing it, and I had to, like, censor, like, so much, because YouTube, uh, is not into that, but, uh, there was a comment recently of this girl, you know, kind of like, uh, straight gamers playing gay games, and I was like, um, I'm gay. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, so even, that, even now, it's like, I'd literally be playing the gayest thing, and still like, what? You're gay? Like, so, yeah, and I've always had that, and it's, I I try to especially now, uh, like keep it out in the open. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, it's important to me. I, I I definitely struggled with it when I was in high school, and because I didn't know, know what people would think. You know, I cared more about that back then. Uh, but mm-hmm. I had good family to help me. Kind of. That's the thing. Like, I can't say this story about how if I had come out. Everyone would hate me. I never felt like that. You know what I mean? I thought yeah. my family were very progressive. Uh, I mean, I had so many embarrassing stories that they would tell me once I came out. Just like, okay, TM, Like, oh, I, I tried it once. It's like, thank you. <laughs> okay, bye. Like, <laughs> Thanks,
0: family. Love you. Gotta go, by. <laughs>
1: but I still think, and yeah, even though I had a, a good family and good friends, it was still hard because I think just society... Like you still have this idea that it's wrong, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. For years, to, not anymore, but I used
0: to. I mean, it's still. I mean, I mean, and I'm so glad to hear that like your family was supportive. Because I mean, mine was too. They were fantastic and they're great. But like, you're from the south, right? So yeah. You would think that like when you told me where you're from, when you sent when you said <laughs> you're from like Georgia on the form, I was like, okay, gay, disabled, and. and Correct me if i wrong, you're a pure person of color, yes?
1: Yeah, I'm half black. My mom's Jamaican.
0: So, I mean, you had all that stuff and you're in the South and you're disabled and you're queer, like... <laughs>
1: trifecta. Like,
0: yeah, you and I, we are Hitler's trifecta. We would be the first <laughs> to go if it was 1945 <laughs> Germany. We would be
1: the first to go! There's, you know, Georgia, like, there are, like, a lot of parts of Georgia that are very backwards, I'm not saying there aren't, uh, but, you know, I also live in a, a college town, uh, that's pretty, pretty liberal, um, it's like the only liberal <laughs> city in the whole, uh, state, nah, but mostly, uh, I didn't really had too much trouble, uh, I definitely had a few, uh, situations when I was young, God, okay, I guess I'll tell the story.
0: Yeah, bring it down. I
1: I moved around a lot. My dad was in the Air Force, and then afterwards, you know, we moved to Georgia. I was born in Virginia, but I moved here when I was pretty young. And we moved around a lot. We started to live in the country. Uh, I went to one school that was probably the most backwards. Uh, The first day I was there, there was this kid who was like, I was at elementary school, by the way, I was eight, and he was kind of telling all the other kids not to talk to me, and I, I was like, what, you know, what, what did I do? I just, first day of school, what, and I asked, so we were in the playground, and I asked, like, what's the problem, and he's like, well, my brother says that disabled people are of the devil.
0: Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I, I mean, I, he's not wrong.
1: I wasn't even mad. I was like, "Whoa, there are people like this that exist."
0: I mean, he isn't wrong. We are. We can be quite devilish of you. Oh sure. If you, I mean, he. So the child was correct, but <laughs> also, wow,
1: <laughs> wow. But that was the only time that I ever got anything like that. It was still crazy, though.
0: Still, like I, I was told as a kid once that, like. I wish all your parents were in a wheelchair, and I am just being like, what? Your, lo- your logic makes no sense, but okay, like, thank you.
1: <laughs> I don't know about you, but I had to kind of memorize the clinical, like, description of my disability, uh, because I would get a lot of questions all the time from kids, and I would just like, it's this, and this, and this, um, because they wouldn't understand.
0: Yeah. No, I never I never got those questions. I just would say, well no, I I got those questions all the time, but I never memorized it. I just said, uh, "Oh, it just means I can't walk," like cuz kids don't understand, and all I knew at the time is that it means I can't walk. So that's all they got to know, too. Like there was no there was no big like I never really had felt the need to over explain it. When I was a teenager, though, yeah. I I would try to make jokes, but, "Oh, I have brain damage, like don't worry, you can't hurt me cuz my brain's already damaged." Huh. Uh funny, which, which, I'll make jokes like that now, too, because I'm like, I don't care, I'm I'm funny, like, why don't we, why shouldn't we yeah. laugh about this? Um, but, one of the things I loved about your question, your, like, the thing you sent me, your form was that you're also polyamorous, which I think is great.
1: Yeah, that's, uh, relatively new, but I have really started to kind of embrace my freaky side in the last two or three years. Uh, I met... Well, I have a boyfriend for six years now. I'll call him Sweet Man. That's, that's the nickname I have.
0: Oh, my heart uh, just burst.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's really sweet. He's he's smart, he's logical, uh, and he's just a big nerd like me. But, uh, yeah, we were, we were together for a long time, uh, and I met another guy. I'll call him Burly Man. He's a big burly dude, tattoos, uh and hey,
0: so Berlin, my number is six four seven. No, no.
1: no. <laughs> yeah, he's hot. He, I think. Anyway, send me a picture
0: after. Send me some right. photos. I'd like to see.
1: <laughs> sure. Uh, we we kind of knew each other for a while, and I guess I don't know. One thing led to another, and we we slept together, and it's it. He's by, uh, and he's married. But, like, they're, they're very open, like, they're fine with kind of, uh, who he, you know, who, as long as he goes back with her, you know what I mean, he, she doesn't mind.
0: Oh, nice, and. so you can mess, like, so wait, are you, like, boyfriends, or is it, like...
1: You know, it's, like, complicated, kind of, yeah, uh, but I don't live with him, and he doesn't live with me, and, uh, it's more like just friends. <laughs> yeah. But, uh...
0: FWB, so I'm like, I'm gonna suck your dick, you're gonna suck mine, in good times, and see you later.
1: Yeah, <laughs> We hang, but like, uh, in oh, life, my I bet
0: b- you do, I bet <laughs> you do. <laughs>
1: you dong. Um, uh, but my boyfriend's not jealous at all, uh, and that's something I'm really, like, I'm blessed <laughs> to have him there, and, uh, it, it can be d- strange, because, uh, when you I don't know if you ever done it before. But what, you know, I you kind of get the, the stress and the, the baggage of both people. Uh, I have
0: sometimes. not, because no two men loving me at the same time is like me finding a unicorn. Never gonna happen. But, I mean, maybe one day. But it's not something that I've experienced right now. Um, but that's cool. Keep, keep. I'll shut up and you keep talking.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, man. uh... I'm sure you understand that. For years, I used to think of myself as like just ugly. You know what I mean? Like not at all something anyone would ever be attracted to. And
0: Whatever. I am having erections <laughs> listening to you talk right now. It's fine. But
1: <laughs> I still like even now. I was. I, you know, I had to learn. Take the compliment. It's good. It's like. But I. Uh, it definitely gave me a huge confidence. Like. Like this sort of relationship I'm in. Because I, I now kind of understand, hey, people do find you attractive.
0: And like and more than one, and it's also like somebody's <laughs> not like looking past your disability to love you. It's like, no, two dudes want to get down on my dick, and that feels, that's hot.
1: Yes. Um, and I, I've had to learn so much, you know, about, uh, well, positions and like what works well for, for me, I'm like not flexible uh
0: yeah me neither you neither so it's like yeah I, I get you there i got i got you right there yep yep yep.
1: Yeah. i i know i listened to your i think accessing anal <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the first when i when i was listening to that my boyfriend like walks in he's like what the hell are you listening to <laughs> and he's like no it's really cool it's like educational
0: i'm so honored that i get to be the guy that <laughs> your boyfriend was like what the fuck is this <laughs> I feel so so honored that it's my voice is the thing he was like, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> but it, you know, it's nice to hear that you, you also had, like, struggles. Um, I think a lot of it, I just assumed I couldn't do it for a long time.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm there right now all the time. I just assumed that, like, I can't do it, so I don't want to try. And when somebody brings up asking me to try, like... There's an excitement, but also like, oh god, what if something happens? Like, what if you hurt me? Like, what if, what if you hurt me and my care worker's not there? And like, what if, like, then we have to call the ambulance? And like, what? Like, my brain goes to all the scary places right away because I don't know what that what it's like to, as as trusting as I am, I don't I know that when they leave after our two hour session, I have to deal with whatever it is.
1: Yeah, um, and you you said you've never been able to do I know it's been a while since that episode. Maybe you've it I mean, it out.
0: no, I I, I I top, dude, so I, I I fuck quite nicely, gentlemen. But, um, I, but
1: hey, I, I just learned that that's cool and I can do both, so I'm kind of, I, I used to think of myself as just the bottom. Uh, and I also thought that was more, like, mental too, and I think it is. Uh, because I just felt like I am, you know, I can never like that was my thing I thought uh but with this my new sort of guy on the side hey burly uh, man give me a call. yeah burly <laughs> man 647 of no some things. Six, um, four,
0: seven. No, I'm kidding no i kidding <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah and he's he's very patient that's the thing I need you know I gotta be like in the right like zone I gotta uh and, and a lot of communication you know that's that's how I get
0: it done. Totally. What is so? What is so? Let's let's go back there for a minute. What is like? what is positioning look like for you? Like, if you were like, what's gonna? What's gonna? What's a comfortable sex position for Mike?
1: Um, we tried like two. Let's see. Uh, like on my back, kind of. What do you mean, topping or boss?
0: <laughs> <laughs> either or. Let, either.
1: Topping is actually pretty easy. I that I figured it out.
0: Uh, do they do the nimble. thing where they, like... Because you have no... You can't move your... So, I, I'm i assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, that they will ride you?
1: Yeah, and I... I, like... I think I heard you talk about doing it in your chair. I have not figured out a good position. It's a hard...
0: Big. It's a hard sell. I have done it in my chair. It's uncomfortable as fuck. And I love my chair. My chair is, like, comfortable, but when you have another body pressed up against your chair it can be super it's just not it's not easy because they are you know I find that when that when you're not constantly in a 90 degree angle like when you're dealing with another able-bodied person they are their, their limbs are flailing about and, and you and I are in our wheelchairs are kind of in a box so like their limbs get in the way because they're trying to access you and it's hard so I don't Bye. find my chair super comfortable to fucking my bed yes
1: Yeah, it's like, part of me, like, thinks it would be hot, you know what I mean? Uh, but, like, in in practice, it's like, okay, how, uh, I did get head one time in my chair, which was nice, that was was pretty funny. I
0: mean, head anywhere is nice, (laughs) but, especially when you're in your wheelchair, because, again, I've had head in my chair, and, like, my chair, I don't know if your chair tilts back or anything, but... My chair tilts, and so if I want head, I can just tilt the chair back where I'm kind of lying down. But still, I got head last night from one of my workers, and it was uh, much better in the bed. Much I could just you, you can relax
1: a lot more there. I thought you meant your caregiver for a second.
0: No, no, no. Let me be clear. My sex worker. Damn. I mean, <laughs> hey, if anybody wants to be my sex worker and my caregiver, let me know.
1: Uh, that, that's great. Um, I'll have to get back to the caregiver thing later, because I, uh, Do
0: you have a story you're gonna... Do you have a... I don't
1: really have a story, it's more just I I relate to kind of having to come out to your caregiver, uh...
0: Oh, let's do do it! Break it down, I'm ready!
1: Do you, uh... You should. you have, like, like around-the-clock caregiving?
0: I have them not with me all the time, like, no one's in the back room listening to (laughs) us talk about this right now, but they're in the building, if so if I needed them right now, they would come up and help me.
1: Cool. Um, I kind of had a unique situation where I really, because I've actually heard a lot of disabled people have them since they are like, young, and I didn't. My family just did it for years and years, and then uh, I lived with my brother when I turned, like, 18, and he did it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I doubt that's when I first, uh, like, five, six years ago, When I really like, had to kind of understand what that meant and getting caregivers in your house, and you know, people see you naked, you don't know. Uh, And they see you naked
0: like first thing in the morning, you're like, oh hey, oh, I was trying to jack off the thoughts of this dude, and here you are. Thanks.
1: It's bad because I'm not a morning person. I am not a morning
0: person either. (laughs) They're they're scared of me when they walk in my house in the morning because I'm like, fuck you, why are you here?
1: I have to. You have to like put on a good face. Like, oh, how are you? Like, and then just like, oh. um, and like sometimes I'm actually I'm good now because usually during the week I have one person who comes. Oh, it's only the weekend where it's someone maybe new, uh, and that's when that the only time I'm like, uh, oh, okay, now move my arm this way. Okay, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh. no, the, and people don't realize how exhausting it is. <laughs> to have to constantly be like, and now do this. Like, when I'm with a worker that I know, with a care worker that I know, and that they've done my care for X years or whatever, I can, like, take a breath and be like, good, I don't have to tell you anything. You already know what I want. Like, I don't have to. If I say I need to use the toilet or I need to do this, I don't have to walk you through that. You just know.
1: Right. And I'm I'm lucky because I have a really cool caregiver that comes mostly during the week, and I know him. Um, but he's the one I, I took a long time to tell that I was gay. Uh, really, in general, I think it's easier to tell women. Uh, that's just me, because I think they don't really, they don't judge as much, as we, in my opinion, in my experience. That's true, uh, although
0: you are from, like, the, the South, where I would assume that it's a little bit different. But, but but yeah.
1: Yeah, they, like, they just usually, like, jump on to, like, oh, you're, like, a, they can be, like, open with oh, me. Oh, you
0: can be my, well, like, super gay friend that we can gimp. talk about, Dick, and which, and I love those, listen, those girls are my jam. They, yeah. They, like, I love those girls, so get at me. Girls who want to be friends with a gay gimp, I'm here for you.
1: Yeah. But with guys, and I don't think a lot of them care, but I still, you know, you, you never know. So I, Well, it's I weird
0: when, you, when you're when you like, oh, yeah, I like to suck dick. Also, can you wash my balls, please, because someone's going to be down there later. Like,
1: it's it's
0: uncomfortable sometimes
1: it is uh and, and i i waited a while even though i don't know i keep saying that but i literally have a giant like rainbow flag in my room
0: i thought you were gonna say <laughs> you have a giant penis to which i was gonna say great thanks
1: um i mean it's big uh <laughs> i don't want to I don't want to like. Should I throw out measurements? I don't know.
0: I mean, I mean, you can send me. You can send me the. the you can send me the photos later. It's fine.
1: The photos? I don't know if I have a good one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I have a giant rainbow flag in my room, so I, I I say like, oh, I waited, but like, you know, you could probably tell if you just looked. But you'd be surprised how oblivious people are.
0: Well, because again, we were talking about code switching a minute ago. you also have like a really deep, like gravelly voice, so it doesn't it <laughs> d- it doesn't sound like "Hey, what up?" which and if you had that <laughs> like if you had that voice, I wouldn't care, and I'm happy for you, but like right. you know, because we're so fucking homophobic in the world that yeah. the, the hey, what up" voice cues you into gayness more than like hey, what up, but I can't okay. do your voice, but it's giving me directions this whole this whole half an hour, I may be having a boner. it's fine. Um,
1: well, I am flattered. <laughs>
0: well, I'll flirt with you later. Good, then, good. Uh, but tell, <laughs> tell me a little bit about, like, how did you navigate your disability with both your partners? Like, how did that come to be?
1: So, my boyfriend, I only had, like, one other experience before him. So, I yeah, I was a baby. Uh, and it's crazy... You know, to think you don't understand your body. Uh, but I, I could never jack off on my own. Um, which sounds nuts, right? So like No, because,
0: you know, I've said on the show before I've lost the ability to jerk off on my own. So I get it now. I totally get what you're saying.
1: You did? See, you know the pain.
0: I do know uh-huh. the pain. Let's, let's talk about that pain because I haven't talked to another dude about that pain for a while. So break it down for me. What is that pain? Let's go.
1: So I, you know, growing up... Uh, I had a lot of wet dreams, um, all the time, like, more so, cause I'd ask other guys, and they would say they'd have them, but they usually wouldn't, like, ejaculate, uh, which I'm like, I did, <laughs> I did all the time, um, I actually kinda think I'm sort of living proof that it's, like, natural, you know, cause there, there is this sort of, like, religious, like, angle to, like, okay, you can't, even ejaculation is, like, a sin, and it's like, no, like, it's natural.
0: It's just what it is. Like, let's calm down for two seconds. And also, like, I had a wet dream the other night. It happens because it right. just ha- it's what happens. So, yes, it is totally natural. People are ridiculous.
1: Yeah, and I just thought, like, it's clear that because I couldn't jerk off, my body was, like, finding ways to do it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah,
0: you had to get it out. It's a secretion, like... Looking at the biology of jer- what jerking off is, it's your body saying, I need to release this, and I need to find a way. And because you can't jack off, or we, well, the two of us can't, we can't jack off, so our bodies decide that, all right, I'm going to just come now. Great, thanks.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so, I did that a lot. Uh, I would watch porn. I really couldn't do it.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> would. What kind of porn would you watch?
1: <laughs> I, uh, I love... Uh, okay, I mean very masculine like kind of hairy dude you know I
0: you and I have the same type of dude I think we we should be best friends because basically you're describing my well you need you need to send me photos of both your boyfriends now because I need to see what they look (laughs) like
1: okay we can talk um yeah I mean I how do I
0: get down to Georgia
1: where (laughs) where are you from by the way I don't remember Toronto Toronto. Oh, wait, you're in Canada. Canada. Okay, Canadian.
0: Canadians with a big dick and a, some social health care.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, porn. I. You know, I had like a a big sort of like BDSM thing. I didn't even realize it. Like I used to think of it as just oh, this like, is
0: a whole new angle that did not come on your form. Let's keep talking.
1: <laughs> I mean, just looking at it, I'm not really into pain. Uh, I'm a wuss when it comes to pain. Uh, but I, I can watch it, you know. And That's, I have a
0: feeling based on your voice, you you know how to fucking command a room. I have a feeling that you're like, dude. I've heard to that before. Now.
1: Like I've heard people say that. Uh, they say I have radio voice. I don't I mean, know.
0: Why do you have a podcast about gaming Well, you have a YouTube channel? But like, you, you should yeah. also consider being a podcaster. You have that like silky, sexy like. Hey, <laughs> today we're gonna talk about how I like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I think like, you've been motivating me, so maybe. I maybe. mean,
0: am I motivating you in your pants too? Cause
1: <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. All right, that's all I want to hear. <laughs> Um, see I'll go on and on. I mean, um I'm not stopping with... you. <laughs> <laughs> but I uh what was I? Okay
0: So you the point oh. you like to watch, big hairy, burly dudes.
1: Definitely. Uh and when I even now it's like I can get close to coming but not with you know, I can't actually touch myself or anything, so it's 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 weird because some would say that would make it even worse, like but I don't know it helps. Uh, anyway, when I met my boyfriend though, I, I don't know I think I had a lot of like weird expectations because of like movies, and now I understand way like more about relationships, but at first, there was sort of like me figuring out my my body with him, yeah cause I, I didn't know what any of it felt like, uh, which I think is really uh, specific to our kind of struggle. Uh, because most guys do know their own body.
0: <laughs> oh, totally. There's a whole exploration of, like, your body when you're young. And for us, our bodies are explored, but by doctors and nurses and PSWs and, like, so you don't really get to touch yourself. And when even when I was, even now, like, I, my body is predominantly touched by caregivers, you know. Before we started talking, like, five minutes before I hit record, I emailed you and said got to do a catheter, got to do my, like, care stuff, and then I'll, you know, I'll be on. But that wasn't me, like... It's hard for us to find moments of enjoyment with our bodies. So, like, right. I, t- I totally get it.
1: Um, and I kind of had to learn even, like, little things, like, how do Because I... There's a lot of, like, subtlety to, like, body language and stuff, and I can't really do that as well. I mean, I have good muscles in my eyebrows, but you know, like, I, I thought like, even just kissing, like, oh, you can't say anything, you gotta just let it happen, uh, which is not, I, you know, I realize now that communication is key, uh, even my boyfriend, later on, he's like, well, how would I know, you know, that would be rape if I just kissed, I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but there are all these expectations, like, and they're, they're not good, you know, from the movies and from just other people's relationships, you think you know, or you think you know how it should go, um, and yeah, I had to learn a lot about stuff like that.
0: So, like, what what other kind of stuff did you have to learn? Like, what, um, one of the things I'm curious about is, you know, I talk a little bit on the show about how you tell a partner you're disabled and how you like like come out with your level of disability. You've had to do that twice now with two different partners. What was that like?
1: Um, well, I'll say first that I tried online dating for a while uh, before I met him, and it was, I, again, well, not again, I haven't said it yet, but, um, <laughs> people, <laughs> I'm not saying that they're bad online, online dating. I've known people who meet their, like, soulmates. That's great. Uh, but I kind of had to learn to be, like, really, like, open the belt every part of my disability. Uh, I never lied, but I definitely put just, like, yeah, I'm disabled. Uh, and I didn't realize that, like, yeah, you, I'd be talking to someone and they didn't know the level of how disabled I was. And when it got to that kind of awkward point of, like, oh, you need someone to feed you, you need, you know, it, it would kind of, like, well, and they'd stop talking for a while. You know, and that's something that really annoyed me. So I, I started to kind of just, let me put my whole whole bio, like, this is what I can't do. I, I'm not a fan of that, but I decided I would, because I think, I didn't want any kind of, like, well, I didn't know that you were this disabled, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, no, uh, totally, and those are such important, like, I, I'm glad you did it, and I think, and you have a dirty sense of humor, I feel like you could play with that idea a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, it took a while to get there, um, I but with with him... It's funny, with Sweet Man, I oh. thought... <laughs> he, I was really interested in him, and we we kind of both were into the same kind of nerdy stuff. And early on, I like really picked his brain, uh, because I wanted to know like what it was he liked about me. And again, back then, I thought it was, like, oh, is he a devotee? Like, I really thought that. You know, I thought, like, well, maybe he is... Um
0: and and I, was, I mean, who would blame you? Because I mean, we don't have any—we don't have any imagery or like any any models of disabled people being liked because they're, because of who they are as a disabled person.
1: Yeah. By the way, I think the videos are really cool. Uh, I think that uh, I never dated one, but I think you know why not? It's uh, as long as they treat me with respect.
0: I mean, yeah, I mean exa- that's what I'm saying. I mean, I've talked to people who have said both what you what you and I think, and people with disabilities who've been like, "Yeah, it's creepy." Like there is there is a definitely a fine line, but the but Stacy, Stacy, the person you heard on episode 13, she and her partner, they that's how they met, and I think that's I think if you can meet that way and still keep respect, that's great.
1: Exactly, uh, but he wasn't. Uh, I think he was kind of, like, laughing. Like, why do you think? Just because... And I think, for me, it was my own, Maybe he's just
0: devoted to your hot, sexy voice. Yeah, I'm flirting with you. Fucking deal with it. Yes, I am. I don't care.
1: (laughs) Maybe. Uh, (laughs) Um... I mean,
0: if I had money right now, I'd fly down there, and we would see what would happen. (laughs) Things would occur.
1: We try to work it out, sure. I mean, we'll talk about off the air. (laughs) (laughs) Um...
0: I like, hope you're uh, blushing right now
1: I hope I hope it's not uh, I said I hope you're blushing uh, right now I'm so blushing Amazing. Uh, <laughs> I've just been taking the compliment that's what I do lately It's just like thank you uh you're gonna take whatever
0: I give you Is what's gonna that's how that's going <laughs>
1: there we go <laughs> <laughs> top and bottom see damn
0: right we're, we're, mm-hmm. we'll figure it re- out
1: it's relevant um <laughs> But he, Sweet Man definitely taught me just uh, being okay with my body and, and 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 understanding that, you know, you can be attractive and has nothing to do with, you know, you can also just be attracted to someone's personality too. Um, it's not all just the body. But uh, I will say that my you know, more recent burly Man uh, partner, he's really the one that helped me, understand my, like, kinkier, say, uh, because, again, I thought, you know, I used to really think, like, okay, I'm disabled, and all of this is just fantasy, whatever I, you know, all my my dark, you know, what I'm into online, that's fantasy. What is your
0: dark, let's, hey, we haven't, let's open that <laughs> door, what is your dark stuff? What
1: is that? It's really just watching, but, I mean, I'm, I'm into some BDSM. I like looking at guys in leather. uh, Well,
0: then I will will send you some pictures of myself later.
1: I saw, I love your, I guess the cover art for...
0: Yeah, the cover art for the thing, yeah.
1: I personally, like I, I guess you saw the picture of me at Frolicon in the, um, I had like a harness.
0: I didn't, but I want to see it now.
1: It was the first time I ever wore a harness. It was my... It was his, and he let me borrow it. I um, still think I look kind of skinny uh, in it, but uh, I got compliments, so hey. I
0: mean, uh, like I said, I'm flying to Georgia after I record this, and we're <laughs> figuring shit
1: out. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I was in the... And just watching mostly. Um, again, like I said, I'm not... Like, pain. Uh, I have very low... Is it low threshold.
0: Yeah, you have a low, you have a low, yes, you have a low threshold, because you're a wuss, you said.
1: I'm a wuss, definitely, I'm like, slow down, slow down, um, but, uh, uh, but just sort of embracing that a little bit, uh, but yeah.
0: Cool, um, I'm curious, like, what was, can you tell me what sex was like with each of your partners the first time? In terms of, like, your body stuff? Can you, like...
1: Yeah, well... The first time... With my boyfriend... Was awkward. (laughs) Uh... Because I... Again, I didn't quite know... What, you know, what to expect from... Ejaculating from someone else touching me. You know what I mean? So what you're Uh, saying
0: is you came in three seconds. Yes?
1: (laughs) It was quick. It was pretty quick. Uh... And also, oh, well, that's one thing I noticed And first time I started dating. He, he said my legs are really cold. And that's something I didn't know. I was like, oh, are they? Okay. Um, because I have bad circulation.
0: Me too. Hey, what up? Hey, you understand? I get it. I get it.
1: Uh, and it doesn't matter whether it's hot or cold out. Uh, so that's something I had to, you know, I got to rub my legs some, um, but
0: I hear that compression socks are really good for that. Is that something that would work for you?
1: Maybe compression socks. Yeah, I thought about. I didn't know there was some kind of like, I don't know, therapy or or uh, something. No, um, like you can
0: get them on like Amazon. But then they're just socks like that, like hug your calves more. I'm actually thinking of trying them myself because okay. limited circulation is is a thing. Uh, so maybe, maybe I don't know.
1: Um, one thing that was nice to figure out is that I can keep a boner pretty good uh, hot good <laughs> mm-hmm. yep I can, but that's something I didn't know a lot of disabled people can't you know uh, or like oh I can just,
0: keep a boner pretty good too I that's yeah. the high most, five the, yeah, yeah virtual <laughs> d- disability high five Bo- disabled boners <laughs> everywhere Um, but no it's hard because like I can keep a boner, but I sometimes, like, I used to have the same problem that you were talking about where you come really fast uh, right away, yeah. and now it's like, oh, I can't come when I want to. Like, I could have sex with hours for a dude and not come.
1: Yeah, like, I I kind of had to figure out with the Kegel thing, uh, flexing your dick and kind of figuring out how to keep it. <laughs> I'm
0: working. God, how do you do that?
1: You don't do that. I can do it.
0: I don't flex my dick. How? What? How? Oh,
1: oh, oh. I will teach you. Oh.
0: oh, I'm so excited. This this whole episode has devolved into us just flirting with each other. So if you're listening and it's like, what are what are these two guys talking about? We're just being ridiculous. It's fine.
1: We're just you know relating to each other. That's all. That's all oh. it is,
0: folks. And so if you want to turn it off right now, I support you. But it's.
1: Uh, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, um, with him, yeah, that's that was mainly the first time. But with, uh, with my other partner, Burly Man, uh, I, and that's one reason I think my boyfriend was A-OK with me going with him is that he's not as kinky, and, uh, I got to try anal for the first time with Burly Man. Oh, yeah, that was... And see, that's the whole thing. I don't know how much time we have, but, Oh, uh, we can
0: just fucking go. We got... I'm the boss, so just go. So we just go.
1: <laughs> well, a lot of, like... There was, like, a stigma, you know, with anal, I think. Or maybe it was just me. I don't know. Uh, But I, I didn't do it for a long time, and I thought... I really I went through phases of just, like, well, I just won't ever do it. I don't need to. You know, like, I... It's, it's not a necessity, obviously. Um... I, and I read that even what forty five percent of gay men don't ever do that wow, uh, I did not know
0: that that's a stat that I didn't know was not aware of,
1: yeah, it surprised me, but it's it's you know it's not a necessity, but it was sort of that thing where it's like I think it's because of porn, but you know like oh, everybody's got to try every gay man at least um but uh he you know he was like ecstatic to hear I'd never tried it.
0: Yeah, because you got to be your first and pop your little crippled gay cherry. Yay! Oh, that's sweet,
1: though. I had to... It, it was definitely, you know, because I was tight and I... I. Uh, yeah, you were. Mm-hmm. Super, um, and I, you know, I had to kind of figure out what's a good way to get, like, comfortable. Because it's not as easy as it seems.
0: No. <laughs> I, and I, I, I have never taken it off the bum, so I don't know what that feels like. So you have me beat there, so yay!
1: Do you... So I'm sure it's hard... Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. Um, yeah, it
0: is. It's, um, <laughs> rock hard right now as we're talking.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's difficult. Um, you say you mostly deal with, with sex workers? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Are you? I, I, I'm going to go back to me in a second, but I did want to know. You're comfortable... Is it hard to kind of get in that zone? Maybe not, I don't know. To, like, Uh,
0: fuck a sex worker?
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, no, it's super... It's Like, because I I work predominantly with two, and I spend months and months, like, building a trust with them and kind of building a, a friendly working relationship, so it isn't like I'm hiring a new sex worker every time. It's like, we know each other, we text on and off throughout the week, like, we'll say hello, so it's... It's... Just kind of like hanging out with a friend that you also pay. It's really so. There's no. Now that I know them, there's not a lot of discomfort there. they like, oh, we want to fuck. Great. Like you do. So, but initially, well, yeah, it was.
1: Well, that's how I would have to be too. I, I, I t- kind of dabbled with just the idea of hooking up, um, and it kind of scared me only because I didn't want to get into a situation where they were just like, you know, the hell with you. And then leave, and I'm just stuck in this hilarious, uh... But I know you've had experiences like that. I mean,
0: I have been stuck in hilarious moments. You, I mean, as long as you can eventually get out of them, it's, the comedy is I, right there for you. But yeah, I definitely understand, like, you don't want to be left in a situation where you can't help yourself, so... But
1: with him, I had to kind of, you know, I, I... For me, it's very important to, to like, to, for, to have patience with me, um... I'm also, what do you call it? A cuddle slip?
0: Yeah, you are. Mm -hmm. Mm Fucking.
1: It doesn't matter if I'm just hooking up. I do want to, like, kiss. I want, you know, I like foreplay. When are we
0: booking that flight to Georgia, is what I'm saying. (laughs) When?
1: Uh, uh, whenever. Uh.
0: Let's figure that shit out. I will pretend to come and talk on a video game panel when all I'm there to do is suck your neck. It's (laughs) fun.
1: I'm on board. We'll uh, figure it out. Well yeah, so I even just with you know uh oral, yeah, I need I need a little build up, uh but with anal I guess I could talk about this. I mean I talk about everything else. Oh um, yeah, I
0: mean I mean yeah, the, <laughs> it's oh it's the hole is wide open for you to talk about whatever you like.
1: The hole was wide open.
0: Yeah, I, I did not just say that. I definitely did. <laughs> um,
1: well, I had to kind of, you know, lots of lube, like that's important, obviously. Uh, PSA: but
0: Lube's important for everything you do with a disabled person, not just sex. It is everything yeah. you do with a disabled person requires a lot of lube, just so we're all aware. If you're listening and you've never worked with a disabled person, when well, you come over to their house, bring them about, bring them the thing of lube. Bring lube. lube yeah
1: <laughs> uh and I had to kind of get in this zone. I know you've never gone all the way. uh it's hard to like train your brain because it is you know it's supposed to be exit and uh, exit only uh at least that's how you admit your original you know yeah it, it and it hurts a little, so it's like, okay. You no, know, it's okay, no, calm down, it's fine, you know that that's it's gonna go away and that's I had to figure that out. But for me, what really helps I smoke weed. Uh Yeah you
0: do. Is that how you got your husky like voice?
1: <laughs> Is that how I don't know. Um I and I, I mostly started like five years ago. But uh How old are you? I'm twenty nine, I'll be thirty in August.
0: Oh, you're still a baby. What? You're just, you're just a little tiny little baby. Oh, it's cute. I'm old. Whatever. I'm 30, I'll be 35 in two days old, please.
1: Nah, you're 28, I don't believe it.
0: No, no, definitely 35 in two days.
1: (laughs) Oh, two days, happy early birthday.
0: Thank you. So, when are you buying me that, no, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) it's okay, so you (laughs) had to learn how to let your boyfriend fuck you, and that's, I'm sure, was... Yeah, it was, uh, but you
1: know, that... That kinda of put me in the zone uh easier, uh just more relaxed. But once I could do it, you know, I was like, Whoa <laughs> superpower, you know.
0: Taking it up the bum. You heard that, you heard a it, gaze. It's <laughs> a superpower we have. I'm down for that. That's cool. Um but, so it's really cool that both of your partners were almost more accepting of your body than you were initially.
1: Yeah, um, with my, with, uh, I mean, that's, it's always really important in any relationship for me that, like, it's never awkward, my disability is never, uh, okay, here's my test, my personal test, when I, like, meet someone, uh, I can't shake hands, like, I can't reach out and, like, grab the hand, yeah. and it's always, like, super awkward, because people, like, you know, it's, it's your, it's, it's the typical way of, like, saying, Although, so when you can't do it, there's people who are like, uh, you know, like, they want to reach out and, like, grab your hand, but sometimes they don't, so it's just, it,
0: <laughs> it gets weird. It gets weird really
1: and fast. And I don't want to be like, you can grab my hand, it's fine, um, <laughs> that's even more weird. Sometimes I do, because it's just, like, it's like, all this awkward silence, but, um, I, I, if, if they just reach out and grab my hand, I know immediately, like, okay, they're cool. I mean, they don't... It doesn't bother them. There's no, like... Do you think
0: it's because, like... Do you, and it is, is it also how they grab your hand? Like, I think when somebody grabs my hand, and it's with that limp, like, pain, <laughs> like, oh, no, I'm touching him, I'm scared. But if they grab my hand, and it's firm, and they know that, yeah. like, they, they understand I'm not gonna break, part of me is like, yeah. oh, I'm much more apt to pay attention to you now, because you weren't afraid to do that.
1: Right. It... Exactly. You know. Um... So that's uh, both times that like I met them. That's how it was. Uh, I'm not saying that's like the best way to tell because I'm not great with first impressions. But at least that. The Weird, you're making
0: per- like a really good first impression on me right now. So I don't know what you're
1: talking about. <laughs> well, that's by accident. <laughs>
0: I mean, oh. flattery will get you everywhere, and you did send me a, like a two-page email about how much you love my show. So i mean be it is. <laughs>
1: But yeah, I mean that's what was. It helped me kind of like okay, it didn't mean anything to them, so it didn't matter. Um, and with my partner, Burley man, he it was like never an issue. I think he just kind of understood that like anything I needed was like just you know part of being my friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you understand. Uh, anytime I can feel like comfortable enough to ask, hey, can you move my arm? Hey, can you, without it being this like, you know, okay, like I know it's like, cause I I, I have a lot of trouble over the years feeling like a burden.
0: Oh yeah, you know? it's a big deal when you ask somebody to to do that for you. And if if I'm comfortable enough to ask you for that, it means that I give a shit about you, frankly.
1: Exactly. See,
0: I got I, I got you. Oh I did have an s m a question because I have some friends who have s m a and I know okay. they have trouble with i know they have trouble with opening their mouths wide wide enough and like swallowing and things so so not to force out of the question, but seeing as I just said swallowing um <laughs> do, do you have trouble like opening your mouth to give oral
1: yeah, I was gonna say that um I'm not great at it I definitely love the track um. Practice
0: makes perfect. I
1: I, I would, and I still like to try, I guess that's just my, my gay brain. Um, but like, I, (laughs) yeah, I'm not, I'm not great because my, I have like, jaw problems. Um, it got worse, I think, in the last four years. Uh, where just, I can't like, open my mouth that wide. Yeah. Uh, And, it's, I don't know, it's something like TMJ, but it's, yeah, like deteriorating, like, tendons, um, and I had to kind of change the way I eat, too, uh, which is fun.
0: <laughs> is swallowing still? I'm only asking because my one friend who has, who has SMA, uh, went from being able to eat to needing a feeding tube, so, like, I, I know a little bit of the, of the progression, so do you, are you, what stage are you at?
1: I'm okay now, that's probably something that could happen in the future, but, uh, Right now, I just, like, I focus on eating soft foods. I, you know, eat chicken Soft and foods and hard dicks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
0: That might be the title of this episode.
1: Yeah, I... And and it's funny because for a while it used to bother me. Like, man, I'm not good at blowjobs, but my boyfriend's like, well, you're just a, an oral top. And I was like, what? I didn't even know what that was. You know, it's like, but that's not... How. He's like, oh, yeah, it just to say that um so the
0: maybe I, I like that your i like that your partner was like no no we'll just reframe what it is for you so you're still <laughs> like no i like that because it meant that he was like you're still a part of this community and i'm not gonna let you find a way to like remove yourself and you're an oral top which means you're still a part of like i'm still gonna let you be a part of this thing and i'm not gonna like you saying oh, i can't do it isn't isn't a reason for you to not be a part of the community so that's like super, that's a, that's really progressive.
1: He's smart and he, like, he helps me because he's way more logical and he, you know, he'll, he'll tell to you straight, even though he's
0: gay. <laughs> oh my god, you, your jokes are like the nerdy, disabled, gay dad jokes that people are just like,
1: aww. <laughs> that's what my friend, my friend, my straight friend is like, uh, another dad joke.
0: Like such dad jokes that I'm here <laughs> for it. You're for them That's all, all so much. You're basically a, like, you're a disabled daddy, <laughs> but you're no, You're too young to be a daddy. But you're basically like right. You're set up to be a disabled daddy for sure.
1: It's all I get. That's all the jokes I get.
0: Um, I had no question. I'm. I think I th- I'm. Ha- we're, I'm good. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? Because this has been a really fun conversation. Like I really, really enjoyed this one.
1: Me too. Um. I don't know, I was thinking, you did, I mean, you've done so many episodes, uh, and I, you may have already talked about some of these things, but just, the community itself, did you have, like, trouble, uh, kind of like, I don't know, meeting people, Oh and yeah. Not, I don't mean just, like, dating either, uh, like, how was that for you, because I definitely have my own experience, but...
0: I mean, I, I still have trouble meeting people. Like, I'm I'm kind of a loner, and part of that is because...
1: You... Uh, oh.
0: I know. Well, I mean, I but you no, know, I sort of am, because I got tired of dealing with people's stuff, so I just was like, alright, I'll be a lone wolf, and I'll do my own thing, and that's part of why, you, part of why sex workers became a thing I looked into, because I got tired of dealing with like, oh, you're disabled, so I can't hang out with you, or we should... Like, people didn't even know how to be my friend when I was disabled, so I just, like... I have one or two really good friends that I hang out with, and we go for coffee, like, once or twice a week. But, like, other than that, I'm kind of just doing my own thing. And you'll see as you get older, like, trying to be part of the scene is not, doesn't really interest me anymore.
1: Yeah, I tried. I, when I first turned 21, I was like, okay, like, I need to go out there and, you know, kind of mingle and figure out, like, how to meet people, you know, especially other gay people. Uh, and I, I didn't really like, you know, the bar scene as much, just because I don't, I still don't know how people, like, meet at bars Yeah, I have no
0: idea, I don't even know how that works, like, sure. And also, were the bars in, in Georgia where you were accessible for you?
1: Uh, it's weird because I, I live in Athens, and there really weren't any gay bars. Like, there were in the past, but by the time I was 21, there were just none. There's some, like, alternative bars where just, they're okay with whatever, and they even have drag shows sometimes. Um, but not, like, an exclusive gay bar. There's a lot in Atlanta. Atlanta's kind of like the gay mecca.
0: Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, I've i seen some, some woofy dudes from Atlanta on, like, the dating apps, and I'd like, hey, I want to go there.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It can be nice depending on the, the event. Um but yeah, so I, I I tried to find like more like low key, like I found like a dinner group in town. That's sort of where I met my boyfriend. Because it's more just like that's talking. the most
0: adorable thing I've ever heard. You met your boyfriend in <laughs> a dinner group. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, and 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 it was easier then. But I, I will say, starting out though, even just at like such a a calm kind of environment, it was still eye-opening because I had to kind of like teach people do you know what I mean about my disability and I really wasn't expecting that Yeah, like as adults I thought like okay it'll be like fine we'll all be the same like on the same level but it really wasn't you know it was like okay don't worry I'm not an alien like you know it's, it's there was still that sort of struggle that kind of fit in
0: there's so many possible titles for this episode right now there's a ton about your giant joystick, and then there's also <laughs> you saying, "Don't worry, I'm not an alien." Like that also might be what I call it. I don't know, but no, I totally get it. And trying to be social in this, just trying, not even sexual, just social in queer spaces, and realizing that people don't know, and they partially don't know because they don't want to be offensive, but they also don't know because they just don't know.
1: So many people thought my boyfriend was my caregiver. Oh my god, that's like
0: <laughs> that's like the most common disability trope ever.
1: <laughs> and, like, I'll try to make, like, a funny spin on it, too. Like, oh, uh, especially, <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, oh, well, he can, he helps me in all sorts of ways, you know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet he, he does.
1: <laughs> but, right, you know, there there was that kind of struggle. I, it, it's a lot easier now because um, people know me. But, yeah, uh, I guess I was just wondering if he had similar... I mean
0: yeah and I got I just got tired of dealing with all that stuff all the time so I like elected to remove myself not from the community but I didn't I don't want to go to all that stuff a lot now because I have just reached a point now where I'm like you know what I'm getting dick what, you <laughs> know, like, twice a month I'm I'm happy I'm doing my thing I'm being an advocate but it doesn't mean I have to go to every single gay event because I don't want to deal with people's ableism you know frankly right. so I just it's not that I don't support the community, it's just that I don't support having to put out all, all that energy to go to an event where I'm not going to get what I want.
1: And it is a lot of energy, I think a lot of people don't realize that. Um, I love going out, but it is like, okay, getting me in the chair, you know, getting cleaned up, getting in the wheelchair van, getting, you know, it's 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 a lot.
0: It's a whole, uh, yeah, it's a whole thing. It's a whole, like, it's a whole day worth of planning just to go.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but I did, if I had, like, a final thought, like, I think growing up and, and understanding myself and getting in these new relationships, it gave me a better confidence, but also I understand more so now that my disability is just part of who I am and it shouldn't be something that, like, I should worry about, like, well, someone's gonna. you know, I, I've learned that the world should be catering to me, you know what I mean? Yeah, Not right the other way around and that took years to figure out I'm still kind of trying to unlearn things you
0: say it like you're old and wise you're 28 nine
1: nine <laughs> I'm not wise yet
0: I mean I think you are because oh, we just spent an hour talking so so I mean it was really an hour of me just flirting with you and trying to figure out how, to, how I get to to Georgia but it was no this was so fun and I la- thank you so much for coming on today and for being so vulnerable with us and sharing this, your stories. Uh, Thank you.
1: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: It was so fun. And I, I want to have you back on for something. We'll figure out another episode to do. We'll figure out, like, an angle to a topic to tackle together. Or something. This is really fun.
1: It's great, man. Thank you for having me.
0: Anytime. Before we let you go, though, I wanted to I let the people know how to get a hold of you. Mike Matlock, the cripple Critic. How do they do that?
1: Well, you can find me on, well, on YouTube... The Cripple Critic and my Twitter is at Cripp Critic. Uh, I also have an email which is just cripplecritic at gmail.com. So, yeah, check me out.
0: I will send the people your way and they can learn how to play with your joystick. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, this is so great. Um, and thank you again so much. And we'll talk soon.
1: Cool, man.
0: Thanks again. Thanks. All right, friends. That's another episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. My name is, of course, Andrew Gerza, and thank you so much for listening and helping the show go. I really appreciate that you all listen and that you come back every week, and I love doing it, and I love shining a bright light on these topics, so thank you. If you want to follow my work, you can head over to www.andrewgerza.com where you'll find my writings, some cool videos I've been in, and you'll see where I've been talking, where I've been doing talks. And if you want to hire me to talk, you can do so there as well. If you want to follow me on the social media, you can put in all my handles on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook at The Andrew Gerza. If you want to follow the podcast specifically, you can follow us on Twitter at disaftdarkpod or on Facebook at facebook.com slash disabilityafterdark. This show is a completely independent production. I literally record the show here in my bedroom in Toronto, and that's awesome. So if you want to support this fully independent program, you can head over to patreon.com /disability after dark and you can pledge $1 a month to get the show early and get really cool perks like that and i i will give you a shout out on the air and thank you for your support it would be super awesome if you could also leave a five star review on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast so that this show all about sexuality and disability something we don't talk about enough can get more traction and more people can hear about the show Lastly, if you want to be a part of Disability After Dark, you can submit your suggestions, story ideas, or your minisodes to our email inbox, disabilityafterdark at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time, right here on the program Shining a Bright Light, on sex and disability, Disability After Dark. Copyright Notice. Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Cripple Content Creations, with music by Chris Sugiuchi. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright 2019.